Welcome to God World Unlocked episode 66, which suddenly became E3 in November since the yeah. last week. We got so many things to talk big about. Big blowout. For real. There's, we got the big Xbox event, Stadia launch, even a new Half-Life. Like, what the hell happened here? So, let's start with XO19, which was the biggest event of the week. Last year, I know we live-streamed with XO18. It was like a huge disappointment. It was... Yeah, a whole lot of nothing really. That's what happens when we try to live stream something. Yeah, yeah. So XO nineteen though, they definitely turned the heat up, and I know your initial reaction you told me was that was better than their last five E threes, which was. I think is pretty on the money. It was, it was better than the last five E threes. Yeah. So they actually revealed some new games there. Uh, they added more value to Game Pass. They announced pretty much their lineup. I would say for the first six months of 2020 for the Xbox One. Uh, they had Age of Empires 4, which as somebody pointed out, um, seemed to be the biggest franchise, but for some reason, nobody was talking about it at all. Well, it was, it was Afterwards, game, nobody was talking the game about it. Like, oh, whatever. And then they had xCloud, which they planned this perfectly, because we're going to talk about Stadia later. But the let, let's just start with xCloud, which is... Microsoft's game streaming service. So, this is in testing right now. In the testing phase, they have 50 games available already. Yeah. By contrast, which, which blows, is free. Which, free, by yeah. the way. xCloud yeah. is free, right? So, by contrast, Stadia just launched all this... You know, Google entering the gaming space, and Stadia has 22 games. That you must buy. You Full buy. price. You have to buy. And to get the 4K, you have to buy a controller, a subscription service. Um, so Microsoft literally, in one fell swoop, just said like, "Boom, Stadia is there's no value there." Like, yeah. because on Xbox, you you buy Game Pass, well, you get, and then you do X Cloud. You've got all these games day one, plus you've got the entire Xbox library, whatever you wanna buy, um, and. It's just like night and day. Like yeah. Stadia looks like literally Blew a up. little stick stick house in, in comparison. Yeah, it's, it's it's not good for the guys at Google. No, not at all. We'll talk about Stadia later. Um, but the I think the biggest news was Rare unveiled a new game and uh, Obsidian unveiled a new game. And Rare's new game is called Everwild. What was your what was your? Everybody kept saying it's Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, you know they didn't really say what kind of game it is. It actually so. reminded me more of like Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, I mean obviously there's no machine. Yeah, dinosaurs. But do you think it is like a Zelda style game? Probably. You think so? I don't know. I think it's kind of it is kind of dubious that they didn't really say what type of game it is. Yeah. But didn't, didn't like the long neck, uh, like deer things, kind of remind you of, of yeah, Ryzen? I can see that. Yeah, yeah. So that that was the vibe I got. I'm not convinced that it's a Zelda style game. Um, my first thought when I saw it, as weird as it sounds, was Viva Pinata. Yeah. Because they've got all those creature designs from. And it's not Viva Pinata three or something yeah. like that. But boy, that'd be nice. I'm, I'm thinking. Well, if it was going to be that, they would just call it that. But Are they going to use that same art style for every single game? Apparently so, yeah. Uh, well, and in this case, I think it works really well. Yeah, I it's just, not bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, was, it was nice to see another game from Rare, finally. Because they literally spent this entire generation on Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Which kind of had its 
two weeks in the sun when it got really popular on Twitch, and other than that, just didn't excite a lot of people. I mean, yeah. it did excite a lot of people, but I think people like you and I who remember the rare of well <clears throat> yesteryear were kind of like, can we see some something else? Like, I mean, I wasn't overly impressed with this game, but Everwild, yeah. Well, we don't know enough about it to even be excited. It, 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 yeah, I mean, I would have been more excited to see cameo. Yeah, like a cameo. Oh. <laughs> Stop the record! Stop the record! Nobody in the world has said that except you. I would be more excited to see a cameo sequel. Cameo than, was than terrible. Ever wild or whatever it is. Well, it wasn't a terrible game. Nobody cared about it. It was one of those games that was in development for well, yeah, ten years I, I and came like out, and then uh, who cares? Yeah, but don't you think that's like what Everwild's going to be like? They didn't no. really show you anything there. This game's you, already oh. got more got more hype than Cameo ever did. No, I don't think so. Cameo. Was Riding, Nobody riding that, riding that cameo bandwagon. Yeah, all, and all three fans. All, that all the wheels, all the wheels have popped off. But it was good to see something else from Rare at all. Yeah, I, 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 and I, I really hope that this isn't another situation where, well, Everwild is all they do next gen. Like I want to see like three or four games from Rare yeah. next gen, even if one of them is. It's just so funny smaller. though that like supposedly Playground is working on Fable. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, uh, you know, and and Killer Instinct has come out, and uh, I don't know why I mentioned Fable, but forget oh. forget I mentioned Fable. Killer Instinct has come out, Battletoads has come out. Yeah. Um, you know, like all these rare Properties. titles are coming out, yeah. and Rare's not developing any of them. Well, and I think the Fable reference is fair because if Everwild is a Zelda style game, well, Fable is. Not exactly like Zelda, but it's close. It's yeah. an open world action RPG. It would be kind of strange to have two of two of those in development. Yeah. So that's why I'm not sold that this is a Zelda style game. I think we might have been looking at like cutscenes yeah, I mean, that have Rare nothing always, to do with. Rare always finds a, a different take. Yeah. That's like Sea so of Thieves is not what we. I'd be guessed. I'd be shocked if this is like some sort of Zelda ripoff. Yeah, that's what I. And mean. we didn't see a single sword, did we? No, no combat at so, all. So, I don't see how that could even be. That's what I mean. I, I'm not convinced that this is what people think it is. It could be a lot smaller scale type of game, but we'll see. Maybe it's a Pokemon Go or a Pokemon Snap ripoff where you're going to take photos of these animals. <laughs> <laughs> then Obsidian announced the new IP, which I thought was exciting for Microsoft to be debuting Obsidian's first game under Xbox Game Studios. Everybody was trashing it. They're like, oh, Obsidian shouldn't be making a That's funny. survival I was, game. I was, and I was like, well, isn't it kind of cool that they're branching out? And you no, know, survival games aren't quite my thing. Some of them are okay, but like, I don't know. You, you hear all this, like, on a lot of forums, like people saying, like, whenever a developer gets bought, you know, like, oh, they're just going to be turned into a, they're going to get milked. They're going to have to make, yeah. you know, whatever. Like, they always, like, EA and Activision. Are the famous ones. Whenever somebody buys a studio, oh, it's their death. And then here you get Microsoft doing the exact opposite and giving a studio creative freedom to take a risk that yeah. they wouldn't have got to take under another publisher. Yeah. And then everybody's, wow, this isn't what we want from them. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's a smaller title made yeah. by made by the B team, and it, and it's before they had that. The, the Microsoft Bucks. Yeah. To, well, so Bleeding Edge to, with Ninja Theory was the same way. Yeah. And I saw someone that they said, this is going to be the last fluff show from Microsoft. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was really on the money. It's yeah. like, this was a good show for Microsoft. Yeah. But when you think about it, like, 
a lot of these titles were before a lot of these studios yeah. had the Microsoft money yeah, behind them. This was already in development. And, and a lot of these games aren't bad. They're no. not bad at all. No. So, I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see once they bulk up and, you know, yeah. really, really get, you know, that Microsoft yeah. what a trillion game. dollar company behind them. What, what the team that did the Outer Worlds yeah, at a exactly. stadium, what do they move on? What to? can they do for right. a sequel when they already did that on a shoestring budget? You yeah. Know I mean, so, um, you know, it was a good show. Um, as for Grounded, yeah. Yeah. You know, I thought it was kind take of take it or leave it. Like, yeah. But if it, if it comes to Game Pass day one, well, I mean, yeah. you know, for no additional cost to you, you can play it. I mean, it looked okay. It wasn't terrible. So they showed uh, a new game from Don't Nod. I don't really have much to say about that, but a good yeah. partnership. It Don't Nod. Well, yeah. Generous, yeah. Yeah. They announced the release date for Bleeding Edge, which I'm telling everybody is a really good game. It's worth your time. It's coming out in March. They announced the release date for Minecraft Dungeons, which is April 2020. Grounded is spring 2020. Uh, Reach for the Master Chief Collection is coming out next month. Nice. They I've never played Reach. It's the only Halo game I've really? ever played. Yeah. The campaign's what the best campaign. And, and I'm so glad I'm going to get to play it like in 4K. The campaign you know, is, I would graphics. say, between the first game and Reach are the best two campaigns. Yeah. Well, ODST was good too, but... Um, but they, they basically announced a really solid lineup for the next six months. And this was the first time this generation, I think, that Xbox has had, like, a yeah. lineup in a period of time where it's like, okay, like this is, we're yeah. doing okay now. And we're doing the, good. And, I'm the, seeing and, the, the and the big bombs are, are still yet to come. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. And the heavy hitters, they showed so. Age of Empires 4, which, I mean, you're a fan, so what would you make of that? Was that any good? Um, yeah. No, I, I heard I, all I was, positive. I was blown away. Like, when I saw that, I was so excited. Like, that's yeah. that's what I've been waiting for. And, you know, we, we haven't really seen, like, the RTS genre has moved more towards, you know, like, less units and then... You're more involved with each each unit or yeah. each squad. Like There's very out, little like you know massive battle management sims. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not I, I'm not talking like um, oh, what's the Sega franchise there? Um, An RTS. Yeah. Uh, Recently. Uh, yeah, they got that oh, one. Yeah, they, they did like the Warhammer, and they did. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't think of the name. It's of it. okay. But. You know, like that's they give you like a set number of men, yeah. And you, you know, it's 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 the strategy of the battle more than you know, like just creating massive armies and flinging them at each other. Yeah. And that's what I love. Like I don't know, maybe I'm a little kid at heart. Yeah. But I love just creating like the biggest army I can and just yeah. smashing it into some other you know huge army. Right. And and the graphics on this game just looked incredible. Like I have no doubt that that's that was they said it was real time, didn't they? I don't know why it wouldn't be. Yeah. So, I mean, it looks exactly like Age of Empires 2. Yeah. Just with, like, better graphics, yeah. more men, more animations. Yeah. So, I mean... And didn't they shadow drop Age of Empires 2 HD like or whatever? Like, the definitive yeah. edition? Yeah. That came out. They yeah. just released well, it. Well, there was already... Now, right? Yeah, there was already an Age of Empires 2 HD. Oh, okay. And now they've released Age of Empires 2 definitive But that's edition. on Game Pass, too. Yeah. So... I guess. Yeah, I I on know. PC I at least. So, um, yeah, I'll definitely look into that. I think the other thing that I took away, you know, we've talked a lot about the value of Game Pass, but what yeah, they look added, at this list. what they added here, look at this list. They so they, it's all the stuff they've had. They added like most of the Final Fantasy series, uh, a bunch of the Yakuza games, first time on Xbox, available on Game Pass. Remnant from the Ashes, which is a really good Dark Souls esque game. 
My friend Pedro is coming. Can't wait. Great digital devolver game. Carrion is coming, a game I just talked about. The Witcher 3, the value you can get from that game alone yeah. for $10 a month. Yeah. Uh, Rage 2. And then they're getting into these offering you other services. So you get three months of Discord Nitro, one month of VA Access, which you wow. can play a ton of games, wow. and six months of Spotify Premium. Wow. And it's like, there's they are so far ahead yes. compared to something like Stadia yeah. or PlayStation. Is it View? I get confused. Or uh, now. Now. Yeah. Um, yes, now. They have positioned themselves, as we go more and more towards the subscription model here, they're a mile ahead. Yeah. Nobody's even close to yeah. offering them. I mean, I know we talk a lot about next gen, so I don't want to beat this to death, but heading into next gen, I mean, just looking at all three consoles, they are all just in such positions of strength. Yeah. Like, it's going to be fascinating to see yeah. what plays out. Yeah. Because, like, Microsoft now has Game Pass. They got, like, the Elite Controller. They got, you know, like, they're, they're going to bring the power. They got X Cloud. You know, they got a lot going for them. They just acquired all those studios. studios. Yeah, all those studios. Um, you know, and then Sony, you know, they're they're working on stuff that's going to blow people's yeah. minds graphically yeah. and, and cinematic, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and obviously Nintendo has the Switch, which is just killing everybody. Home run right after now. home run. Yeah, yeah. It's just killing everybody. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens when, yeah. these, when all three of these are out at the same time. Yeah. Because I... I, I I cannot recall a single generation that, on paper so far, yeah. looks like it's going to be so the hot. The thing with Nintendo is, and I feel like this always starts off to their benefit, because they, they don't release the same time. They purposely started releasing on off times, yeah. because the GameCube didn't do so well, and then they put out the Wii kind of after Xbox and PlayStation. And at first, I feel like this works really well. Like, at first... All their consoles start off really hot. Yeah. And then they slow down when the next Xbox and PlayStation come. And it'll yep. be interesting yep. to see if that happens with the Switch. Well, I, I don't... I'm I'm kind of thinking it won't happen. I mean, you know time. they're going to release like the Switch HD. <clears throat> yeah, but it, and that whatever. can still be within the same generation. Exactly. Whereas... It'll be like the Xbox One X. Yeah, right. Switch. Right. And I think if they plan to release that around the same time you know as these next consoles that could be a good move but it'll be interesting to see if the switch because like the wii started off like fire yeah the first year or two of the wii was unbelievable yeah and then it literally dropped off a cliff like, i think the only i think i think <coughs> nintendo has a pretty good grip on where they need to be right yeah. now i think the only thing and i think they sort of acknowledge this was is the online situation they, they're still well, completely lost and i see i'm i just got a switch and I've been struggling with this since I got the damn thing. Nintendo's business model, although it's working now, as we go more and more towards subscription services, we're talking about the value of this. Yeah. I cannot convince myself to buy a $60 Switch game. No way. Yeah. Like, it's just... You're right. It, they're going to have to figure something else out because... And, and, you know, and it's funny because when you think about it, <clears throat> Nintendo is almost... is probably the one that's best positioned to have, like, a... I mean, obviously all not their old games. Well, yeah. I mean, you look at their library. Yeah. that they can just offer up. To yeah. You right now, like right here. Boom. You would. I would pay sixty dollars a year to have every N sixty four game that they that they uh, ever released. Every Super Nintendo game. Yeah. Every game NES Cube, game. Every. Well, I would understand if they can't 
oh, give I, us the later console stuff. Oh, I think they could do GameCube. I do think Nintendo's got a problem there. Like, I'm looking at... Plus, I think the whole portability thing is just not panning out. I think that's the... Yeah. Well, I think niche. they do need... Well, I think they do need to make it a little more portable. Yeah. I mean, I know they got... They just released the, um, the light. Yeah. Which is more portable. But I still think they need to figure out a way to get it back to the clam form factor. It's just... You know... All the Stadia reviews that I read, we're moving into Stadia here anyway, so we can kind of compare Stadia and Switch. Stadia launch, it's out today. If breaking news, if you had didn't know, uh, and the report is that the sales are abysmal. Uh, Kotaku reported that it's be already being branded a massive disaster yeah. as far as sales go. Yeah. Which you can't judge this. It's not like a traditional plan. It's a service, so you're going to expect it to evolve, unlike yeah. a console. Yeah, yeah. But, but it has such bad word of mouth at this point. Like it's nobody even knows what it is. How do you dig out? Nobody knows. If you ask, you know, I talked to plenty of what I'd consider more casual gamers that where I work and out in the world. Yeah, they don't know about it. Nobody has any clue yeah. what Google State. I mean, Google could drown, drown, you know, TV and internet and ads. Well, it's funny because I I went to Google today, search something, and I saw a Stadia ad in the front page, and I was like. Why haven't they been doing this for the last well, six months? You know, maybe they maybe they've intentionally have left it sort of vague right mm-hmm. now because they know it's not really ready for yeah. prime time yet. Yeah. So they're you know they're gonna soft release it, get I some feedback, see, try and tune it. I did see one of the reviewers saying that you know like right right now, like this is what it is. And but all the reviews, I don't know if you read any of them, but I read a few and the, the reviews all basically yeah. said. There's absolutely no value here. The games are all available elsewhere. Yeah, and they're better because they're native. They're better elsewhere. Yeah. And, you know, they all said, like, the tech works pretty good when your internet's good. But yeah. as we all know, your internet's not always great. But it's just so ridiculous. Why would I pay the same price for something that's not running native? That has, like... An inferior version. Yeah. That yeah. has noticeable input lag, you know, and doesn't work when I don't have an internet right. connection at all. Which was something that, you know, a lot of people dinged Xbox... Well, always online. online. Yeah. Good I mean, sale. obviously this needs to be always online. And why would I pay the same price for that when I can just get it on a console? Yeah. And then it just, it'll always work. Yeah. You know? and, I don't and know. I don't get it. I, I think, I think the other, one of the other things that I read is these were professionals, people reviewing these games, being paid to review them. And I read the one review and the guy said, you know, I tried to take this out to play it on the go. Because that's it's meant that you know it's portable. You can oh, God. stream yeah. it to your laptop or whatever, and you know take the control. And he, he said he pulled into a Starbucks parking lot because he wanted to try it on their Wi-Fi, and and he said he literally could not convince himself to get out of his car because it looks the portability element of it's just trash. He's yeah. like he's like you could go play a Game Boy in a Starbucks. You could go play you know yeah. a Nintendo DS in a Starbucks. You're not gonna sit there and play this thing. In public, you just look stupid. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. how desperate are you to play video games? Yeah. That you got to do this, you know. And yeah. he's like, if I can't do it, I'm being paid to do this. I'm a lifelong gamer. Nobody's gonna want to yeah. do this. Well, you know, and looking into the future, I, I see one of two things happening. Either, either it's true that like 5G will solve all of the problems of the mm-hmm. world and it'll make this truly which viable. Which I don't buy that at all. Which I'm not. Yeah, I'm a little skeptical. Well, plus 5G's gonna take. Well, I guess I guess one of I guess one of three things are going to happen. Either that's going to happen, or Google's going to kill it. <laughs> but you know, like 
Google killing things is such a hot topic yeah. and so damaging to their brand. Yeah. I think the third option would be they have to double down and create an actual console. Yeah. And enter like like they'll have to. Which would well, otherwise I what I see happening they have to they have to do this. They absolutely have to. They have to offer what Stadia has to become is Xbox Game Pass Game Pass plus X Cloud. So you need to have the Stadia concept, the game streaming. Yeah. But all you do is pay one subscription fee and you get access to whatever, all these games. Yeah. It has to become that, or it's destined for failure. I mean, if, if 5G doesn't suddenly pop up and save, you know, or, or and suddenly transform the way this thing operates, yeah. you know, and saves everything for yeah. them, like, either... Either they're going to have to cancel it and flush all the money that they've already invested down the toilet. Yeah, which they do all the time. Or they're going to have to make a console. And yeah. It, and I don't think it's that crazy to think that they'll make a console. The thing that I... One of the reviews hit it on the head. I've said this on this podcast before. They don't know. He's, he played this thing for you know weeks. And he's like, this feels like it's made by a company who doesn't know what people want in this in gaming. Like, yeah. And it's obvious. He's, he, who is this for? There's no... Why is the Switch doing really well right now? Because it's got a lot of great games. Yeah. PlayStation 4 has done really well because it's got a lot of great games. Xbox is starting to do well because it's got Game Pass, which is a great value with a lot of good games on it. Yeah. What is this offering? Exactly. Nothing. It's not. It doesn't have great games, doesn't have good value, doesn't have doesn't have power. You know, even if it had, even if it had like the Game Pass lineup yeah. for a Game Pass price, I still don't want to play games like this. Probably I not, but you, you could at least see the value of it. You, yeah. could, you could say, okay, for nine ninety nine a month, I don't need to buy any console. But you know, like one but of the game pass, one of the games, is one of the, the games thing. is a fighting game, and I literally Mortal cannot. Kombat. Uh, Samurai Showdown as well. Well, they've got Mortal Kombat. Like, okay, too. so two of the games, but I just cannot imagine games that you know require you know, yeah, very quick inputs. Yeah. Like how the hell are you gonna play? Well, that? the one reviewer, how are you gonna play the that? one reviewer said like, basically all the reviews. I have agreed. no idea why you would get either of those games. Most of the reviews agreed that the technology, when it's functioning at its peak, yeah, works really well. Yeah, but but even the ones who said that said I played Mortal Kombat 11 with this, and it seemed to be fine, but and I couldn't place my finger on it. It just fell off. Yeah, and, it, and it's probably the info lag. It's yeah. probably it's the, just slightly even if it's long, a microsecond. Slightly, yeah, exactly. It's not what you expect. Exactly, it's, it's got to throw not everything acceptable. off. Yeah. even just microseconds. Yeah, like you're gonna notice. You're just gonna notice oh, yeah. in a fighting game. Oh yeah, you're gonna notice. Or any shooter, or yeah, or anything. Anything that's not single anything. player. Yeah, I mean, if you're trying to play a game like Mario, and you got to jump yeah. right at that pixel. Yeah, ain't gonna happen. Yeah, it's just not. So. So far, everything for the Stadia launch seems to be a disaster, but I did see somebody in fairness say, you know, this is a service, it's going to evolve, and reviewing Stadia is a little bit like trying to review YouTube yeah, the, it's day, gonna be a real the day it came out. It's going to be interesting to see where it goes. You know, YouTube, the day it came out, was really nothing. I mean, what if... It was the content all what the if time. They do, what if they do get it fixed? I mean, what if... You can't tell the difference. Well, that's what I mean. What if and what if they? That really will be a game changer. Well, they say that that pretty much is the way it is when you're on a 300 megabyte a second internet. Yeah. Who who actually has that? I do actually. Well, <laughs> you're a hardcore. <laughs> I actually have 400. But not a lot of people do. Yeah. I mean, there's I most people that I know seem to have like a 25 megabyte or gigabyte, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, the average person. Yeah. You know. So. 
you're functioning inferior, inferior, like you said. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. So Google is going to offer checking accounts in 2020. That was the other big Google news this week. What do you? You know, I was is thinking, this just another like uh, Apple Pay? Style you know, I was thing? thinking like, about that this morning. I mean, you got you're going to have Google offering checking accounts and, and Google Pay. Yeah. You're going to have Apple with Apple Pay and Apple and Card. Apple Card. And um, you know, whatever Microsoft's going to cook up Libra next. Libra, potentially. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, and you got Libra. I mean, where does it end? I but mean, I've been saying this. Where, the fact that so many private companies want want to have control of your money should be terrifying to everybody. Yeah, it really should. Well, now I'm not saying that all of them can't be trusted. The thing is, is Google is saying, okay, well, yes, we're going to offer checking accounts, but it's not going to be us. It's going to be banks. It's through. Well, that's what they all are. So they're, they're yeah, yeah. They're and, shadow and Apple, partnered it's not through with Apple, City it's through or Goldman Sachs. Yeah, whoever. And. Um, but still, though, still. why wouldn't you just put your money then uh, in yeah, the bank and not, with the bank? And Apple is branching. Why put them in the? Apple is now branching into healthcare. Yeah, you know, and 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 they're all branching into cars. Yeah, that's that's their their new favorite play toy, and it's just like holy crap, you know, like you got all these trillion dollar companies that are fighting just, to control every aspect that are literally, of their life. yeah, they're, they're starting to put I'm their sorry. finger into every this single pot. I feel like I'm that old, you know that guy in every movie that they go, that like legendary guy, where yeah. they, they go look for him and they're like, oh, you don't want to talk to him and they open this door to his trailer and he's got, he's like bald on top with the long hair, he's in his underwear and he's got his shotgun, Yeah. but it turns out that he was right all along. Yeah. That's how I feel, like <laughs> I I'm going to be that guy who's like, they're trying to control you, you know, like, oh, and you're going to come to my house and I'm going to be, you know, big beer gut and yep. bald mullet and the shotgun, shotgun, shotgun at the door, who are you, who do you work for? <laughs> you know, that's what, I feel like. I'm like entering that level of like paranoia. It is I'm not actually scared. Like, yeah. I don't, no, I'm not scared either. But but I'm saying I, people I'm, should be very cautious that all of a sudden so many companies are literally fighting to control your money, to well, control your this everything. And, and this, well, the scary thing is it's not really so many companies. And it's a natural well, that too. That's a it's, great it's, point you too. You know, it's it's less and less. It's the one percent. Yeah, yeah. Or, or it's more and more going into less and less yeah, hands. Right. You know, I mean, it's 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 Amazon, it's Google, it's Microsoft, it's um, Apple, and sort of Facebook. and sort of Facebook and Walmart. Yeah, like yeah. that's it. Like if you aren't one of those companies, and, goodbye. And, <laughs> you know, what I mean, and yeah. maybe Disney. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Well, Disney controls a lot more than I think people know. Well, yeah, like, but I mean, like they don't know that they have ESPN. Well, yeah, but see, like that's how it used to be. Like, but it's a dis. There's still a different. Focus. Yeah. Well, it mm-hmm. used to be like companies stuck to their industry. Right. Like, they might, I mean. they might Disney's still pretty much focused industry. on media. Yeah. Like you'd have Disney focusing on media, GM and Ford focusing on cars. Oh, yeah. You know, stuff like that. But now you got like Apple and Everything. Google. And they are just everywhere. Everything. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. I agree. So, it's like we're heading towards that future where, you know, the corporations run everything. Yeah. It's kind of like. We're, I mean, and yeah. You look at, you look at Amazon, like. They got microphones around your house, literally, yeah. and like people listening at the other yeah. end, you yeah. know. And, and and now they own your grocery well, stores. And, and what did Facebook just admit the other day that they accidentally, for the past however long, yeah. that the camera's been uh, the oh, camera's been on, yeah. yeah, right. The camera's been on on Instagram even when you're not using. Oh, it. Like, shocker! Whoops. Shocker! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's funny. My sister was mentioning. It. My sister just sent me this last night. She. Um, 
we, we threw a party for my parents over the weekend and she's like oh I, you know I want I want to get a microphone you know so I can you know talk to the crowd or whatever and uh, on Instagram today there's an ad for a microphone yeah. it's like come happens on. all the time come on to me like, I notice it all like, the time you, there's not just going to spontaneously be <laughs> a up. microphone like ad. I, like I told you that one week we were sitting it happens to me after this show like we'll yeah. talk about something remember how we talked about Vine that one day how Vine died and blah 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 yeah blah. yeah. The next, I go to work the next morning, and I've got an ad. Yeah. You know, the the big Vine replacement, that the app that's replacing Vine, that didn't just pop up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you don't just get random ads for microphones. No, you know no. I mean? it's just that it's, it doesn't the, happen. The one I kept laughing, and I was actually getting really angry when Irma and I went to uh, St. Louis. Actually, this has happened twice. The first time we went to St. Louis, and the whole time we were there, I was getting bombarded with ads for this purple mattress. Have you seen these ads? Um, it's purple a, mattress? It's a new company. It's, it's just oh. called Purple. Purple mattress. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Maybe. For some reason, that whole freaking week, I was getting bombarded. Every app I had with these purple mattresses. And I'm like, what information do they have that has led them? <laughs> I don't talk about mattresses. And then the other night, we were, uh, we were laying in bed, and I get this ad on Twitter and it's one of those Insta Play ads, you know, you can't stop it. You scroll by it and it just starts running. Yeah. For a, a company for overweight women's lingerie. And it starts playing, and I was like, somebody's got the wrong data here because they, sh- I don't know why they're marketing this to me, a 33 year old male, and they're marketing me with overweight women. Okay, lingerie. Facebook, if you're listening to this, we need uh, two new microphones. Yeah, for the yeah, show. please. Uh, please hit me up with some ads. <laughs> But anyway, uh, be careful. Speaking of weird alternate futures and, and stuff, we've been talking about how Half-Life is likely coming back, that Valve had supposedly been working on a Half-Life VR game, and they just confirmed this this week after it leaked. They're announcing it. Uh, by the time you hear this, it'll probably be tomorrow. It's called Half-Life Alex. Terrible name, by the way. Absolutely terrible marketing. Uh, and it's a VR-only Half-Life game, which is a prequel to Half-Life 2. Give me your reactions yeah, before, it, before I explode. <laughs> doesn't it, 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 it actually sort of gives me the same vibe that I had when the prequel Star Wars movies were announced. Yeah. Like, you know, here's this legendary thing. It's been gone and dormant for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And boom, here it is again. And it's a prequel. Yeah. And, you know, and it, there, it's... A high likelihood that it's going to be bad, <laughs> and um, you know, so that's just that's just how I feel about it right now. Is I, I don't have much faith in VR still, so yeah. uh, my opinion is going to likely be bad. So I, here's I have mixed thoughts on this. First of all, I feel like this could be one of the first must-own VR games, which is yeah. okay, cool. My problem with this is several problems. The first Half-Life game we get in 15 years. Yeah. A, it's a prequel. If this if this prequel game came out like three years after Half-Life 2, I don't think I'd have a problem with it. No. The problem is everybody wants Half-Life 3. And I'm sure this, like, Alex was an interesting character. I think this could be a story worth telling. Yeah. But this is what we get. We get a freaking, yeah. an Alex-focused game, which could be decent, but it's if it's the only Half-Life game we're getting... And you can only play it in VR. Yeah. There's no mouse well, and keyboard to me, setup. To me, if this is the only Half-Life game we get, then they might as well just 
put a middle finger in that box. Well, that's how it feels. This, you know, fe- like, this feels like the, <laughs> this feels like the Diablo Immortal debacle yeah. all over again. Yeah, times ten. Because it's like we know you've been clamoring for this game for fifteen years. But this franchise went away, and we're gonna give you what nobody asked for. We're gonna give you a VR focused, a VR only prequel starring a character that is decent, but not the main character. But but the thing is, is one. Diablo 3 wasn't 15 years ago. Right, right. right. It, was, and, uh, it was more like 6 or 7. Yeah. Six and two, two, we all knew Diablo 4 was actually yeah. being made. And people still flipped. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Half-Life 3, still highly unlikely, probably. And so to get this, you know, it's like, what what do they do if this is a mega hit? Like, yeah. what do you do that? Yeah, right. Yeah. Are you going to finally make Half-Life 3 or are you going to make and Half-Life Alex 2? Valve has been so odd these this past decade. It's like uh, like I don't I don't really doubt that this is probably going to be a good VR game. I don't. Like you know, Valve is very high quality usually with Artifact being the exception. Um but it just screams like a company that no longer understands their own audience. Like yeah. just like Google yeah. with with Stadia. Like yeah. this is what we wanted to do. And hey, I give them credit if that's you know artistically this is what they wanted to do, and they don't give a damn what anybody else thinks. That's great. But you can't be then shocked when people are upset. Well, I think the really upsetting part is is like this is like an admission that yeah we know you guys love this property, mm-hmm. and you'll come and you'll buy our. Well, they've known that all along. You, you'll come it's, and you'll yeah, but that's the thing is they're saying yeah we know that. And we know you'll even buy this $1,000 piece of crap to play this game. Yeah, but we're not going to give But we're not going to give you the one you actually want. We're not going to give you the one you actually want. Like, screw you. We don't care about you. This, if, if this is part of a real plan, which Valve doesn't seem to be very good at making plans. They seem to do whatever they feel like at the moment. And if it pans out, it pans out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. This is testing the waters for Half-Life 3, which I'm sure will be both mouse and keyboard and VR. But they want to make sure that the VR aspects are nailed before they go all in on Half-Life 3 with the VR elements. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this, If this is a test to get us to Half-Life 3, then I, it's a little better. But again, like you said, we knew Diablo 4 was coming. Okay. We well, don't know that Half-Life 3 If that's 3 the coming. situation, they would be smart to... St- Literally just come out and say, yeah, like, if you guys buy this game, we'll make Half-Life 3. Yeah. It's yeah. like, all of a sudden, yeah. like everybody's going to go and but, buy this. But again, they know people will buy Half-Life 3. They don't need, a t- they don't need to yeah. test the waters. Well, that's, that's kind of why it's like, it, it is a little bit insulting. It's like, we know we got this thing that you really, really want. Yeah. And we're going to make, like, this half-ass knockoff version. Meanwhile, you know, all you that really, really want the actual thing. You're like, out the cold. Yeah, just... Go pound pavement. Yeah, you know, if like, you're a big Half-Life fan, don't forget to buy your $750 headset. Like, you know, why, like why should anyone be like a fan of Valve when they do this? See, that is something too that I think puts Valve or VR in a real awkward situation because you've got one side of things that are going towards a subscription model, right? Like with Stadia and XCloud, and I'm sure there's going to be more coming out. You're literally going to be able to buy a subscription. And play tons of games on any device that you want. That's the future. Yeah. yeah. Or you've got companies peddling this other future where you need to buy a $750 headset yeah. 
and all these accessories and maybe something else because they're so damn complicated. Maybe you have to hook it up to your PC. Maybe you have to hook it up to a backpack. Now, is the Valve is the Valve headset called the Index? Yes. Okay. Now, is that a standalone headset or do you need like a fifteen hundred dollar computer? I can't remember. I mean, if you got by a thousand dollar headset I, and had I a fifteen hundred, I think the seven hundred and fifty dollar version is on, doesn't even come with like. I don't. I don't think it comes with a controller or something yeah. like that. It'd be nice if it was standalone. Speaking of which, I've been waiting. This isn't on the agenda, but I've been waiting to rip Nintendo for this. How do they get away <laughs> with shipping a console without a damn controller? Uh, for real, what a crap! Why does nobody call them out for because that? Because they they, they they don't give you an adequate way of playing because their damn they shipped games. it at two ninety nine. Who cares? So then, it's crap. The extra money. Imagine, imagine bringing your Xbox 720 or whatever home for little Jimmy for Christmas. <laughs> you open the box. Oh, by the way, you don't get it. You don't have a controller. Well, you do, but it's a piece of crap. Well, it just it is the most like forced. You have to buy this if you want to play Zelda. Yeah. You're not playing it on that. Let's day. be honest. The real price to own a Switch is about three seven. Three seven. Yeah. yeah. It's bunk. Yep. Ship ship it with a control. It just drives yep. me nuts. And no, I, I never see anybody complain. You know, like being forced to pay for Nintendo online. Like I can get over that. Well, because everyone's been conditioned for three ninety nine. Three ninety nine is fine. So anyway, nobody cares. Anyway, I want to. We just talked about Diablo Four Half Life. So I want to skip ahead one bit here. The people who make Path of Exile held a convention this week, and they announced Path of Exile Two. And yep. Path of Exile for mobile. The first Path of Exile for mobile. Yep. And this is all I wanted to really say about it. People seem to be really psyched about Path of Exile 2. Because the first game has a really good reputation. But when they announced... First they announced Path of Exile 2. And then they announced Path of Exile for mobile. And they literally came out and said... Yeah, well, we've been watching and we found that announcing your sequel before the mobile game is a really good idea. <laughs> obviously citing the Diablo 4, Diablo Immortal. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty good one. I just thought it was funny that they just blatantly said that. Um, but the beta for Path of Exile 2 is likely starting late next year. It's still pretty far out, but people were pretty excited because the first game garnered a lot of attention. So now let's flip back. To Zelda. We've been talking about Zelda. Flipping it back. A verified insider says that a Breath of the Wild sequel is coming in next year. It's re- actually yeah, releasing next year. Which is like a year. month away. I assume it would be their big game for like fall. Yeah, yeah, it will be. Do you think it's actually... Do you think it's true? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean... Zelda well, games sometimes take a Well, yeah, but when you think about it... They've got the engine. When you though. think about it, yeah, they got the engine, they got the style, they know what the story is, mm-hmm. essentially, because it's there a is sequel. There is not. Well, yeah, <laughs> and it's a sequel to the first game. So Link kills Ganon. So spoilers. they're just gonna reuse, the you know, they're gonna reuse a ton of assets, and yeah. they got the engine. Like so, I mean, it's been what three years since? Has it been that long? I think so. When did it come out? Twenty two or three? Was it twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen? I really have no idea. I feel like it's two years ago. God, I don't think it's don't three. Remember. Yeah, so it seems soon for well, a yeah, game. By That's 20, what I'm saying. By twenty twenty, it'll be three years. So yeah. So, That's still short for and Zelda. And when, when you're reusing assets and blah, 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 and you already know the story, essentially, I think you can do it in three years. I think it's viable. I, I still feel like... but Because sometimes you will go like five or six years without a Zelda game. Well, yeah, and that's sort of the beauty, though, of like, you know, 
the Switch and, and Nintendo in general yeah. having like weaker consoles. Yeah. Is that like they don't need the enormous, you know, budgets and 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 manpower and yeah. time that it takes to develop games like on these more advanced. What do you systems. want to see from a Breath of the Wild sequel? Oh, well, you did you see the trailer? For what? Breath of the Wild two. Well, it's not real. What? Yeah, there is. There's a trailer. No, it's you didn't not see real. The, yes, it's not real. Oh my god! It's not confirmed. Yes, it is. Oh no, no, not. I mean, no. See, I was wondering if you knew this. The the news that he's verifying is that it's coming in 2020. We already know that it exists. Did they really? There's a trailer. For really? It. Yes. I've it, never seen it. it. The trailer is just amazing. Really? Phenomenal. Like this is by far the most. Nintendo officially announced it. Yeah. Like, How did I miss Like a this? year ago. Maybe I don't. <laughs> Wasn't the trailer just boring though? No, I thought no, it was boring. No, it's, it's very out. it's it's the darkest Zelda trailer. Oh yeah, I do remember that. I do. And it's remember got that. like Gandalf and his head like snaps around and. I didn't see that part, but yeah, I I still need to. And play. they're like riding on elephants. Everybody or... has repeatedly told me I need to play Breath of the Wild, oh, so I'm gonna give it a it, chance. It literally, I'm not gonna. Pay I'm not for even it, kidding though. you. It is probably. I'm the not greatest, gonna pay. It probably now. is the greatest game ever made. No, give me a goddamn. No, I'm not kidding you. Once you play this. If, if you don't come back and say, yeah, that is the greatest game I'm ever I'm after like five hours. I almost guarantee no, There's no way in hell. I'm about to no climb your mountains for I, two hours. I think I put in so more fun. than five hours in my first sitting. Oh, my God. I, I, I am. I'm, I'm pushing myself to give it a try. But I can't pay $60 for it. I just can't. Well, it's going to be $30 on Black Friday. Well, I'm probably not going to pay 30 <laughs> Buy the hard copy plan. If you don't play it, just put it on eBay for 15 bucks. Um... Speaking of big adventure games, uh, Respawn Star Wars game came out, and it basically got rave reviews. There's a lot of people. Now here's saying, a game I can't pay sixty dollars. I, I wouldn't either, personally, because I know it's gonna be like twenty dollars in five weeks. But everybody's basically saying that this is the Star Wars game. Like yeah. This is finally the Star Wars game that, if you're a fan, you've always wanted. And a lot of people are saying it's a game of the year contender. And all I want to say is. I've been talking of Respawn since the first Titanfall. I've always felt like they've never got their due. And I feel like this year, finally, EA's got to be praying to some statue somewhere. Because yeah. they've had rough... Yes. Respawn has saved them this year. Respawn did Apex Legends this year. One of yep. the most successful games of the year. And now a second... It's probably it's going to sell like hotcakes. Yes. This is a Star Wars game. And did it... Didn't and they were probably going to lose the Star Wars well, license up Didn't Respawn come out a while ago and basically say EA treated them like trash? Uh, well, they said I, that they basically had to do what they wanted to do. Yeah. And, which, uh, which, you know... Is, there was that debacle where uh, the CEO of Respawn was in an interview with... Yeah. Some, with well, and he said that they sent out... Um, Titanfall, Titanfall to die. Yeah, to die. And um, so the, the CEO of Respawn is there talking about Titanfall... And the reporter asked about the future of Titanfall. Because Titanfall 2 was released in a horrible time. Yeah. You know, like you said, they sent it out in a very bad time. And EA gave some, like, very stupid comment, like, EA is committed to the future of Titanfall. Yeah. And the guy from Respawn, the CEO, said, yeah, whatever the f- that means. <laughs> Obviously, there was some tension there that, like, you're killing our franchise and we know yeah. it. Uh, Apex has definitely now... You're going to see Titanfall 3 now because they're going to be able to... It's going to work in reverse. It's funny because Apex is based in the Titanfall universe. But whenever Titanfall 3 comes out, they're going to be marketing it as 
almost as if it's based on Apex. Oh, they're yeah, going to be like, they're going to be. Absolutely. You know, it's Which, funny the way that's Honestly, maybe out. at this point isn't a bad idea. No, it's commercially it makes total sense. Um, to, to, yeah. Um, you know, it's funny because, um, you know, like fighting game Fatal Fury, they, they essentially did that too. They basically renamed the franchise to, to Real Bow mm-hmm. to, you know, try and start anew. Um, I, I, you know, I was watching a bunch of videos on that this weekend. But um, tangentially, I can't help but find it funny that, you know, Disney has come out and said, basically said, you know, we're shutting down the Star Wars movies yeah. for for, for a good while because, because, you know, they've really had a rough time. Lately. Yeah. But now they got the Mandalorian yeah. and, and this game this, yeah. and both are mega hits. Yeah. yeah. And so like the Star Wars franchise is red hot. It's, al- you know? it's almost like Marvel being in total control of cinema, but their, their TV shows just are, bombing. Yeah, are trash. Bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, it's funny because, like, it's red hot, and then the weakest leg of it is going to be the actual Star Wars yeah, movie. right. Which, which nobody... started. Which, like, Disney must be crapping out, crapping out bricks because, yeah. like, there's very bad sentiment around, yeah. you know, the, the franchise, yeah. the movie franchise. And I feel bad, you know, I don't know, I don't know where, I don't know if it's been in the writing, the direction, because a lot of these directors who are stepping up to take on a monumental task. To take yeah. over Star Wars is a monumental task. No. Absolutely. You can't question that. You know, I, I kind of like J.J. Abrams. I kind of like uh, yeah. Rian Johnson. Yeah. And these guys are just getting trashed. Oh, absolutely. And trashed. I'm, I, I'm 100% positive. I'm not saying that they've handled things flawlessly because I haven't even watched the movies. But they're, they are personally, like, their reputations are taking a beating because the fans haven't liked these Star Wars movies. And I have to wonder how much of it was their fault, and yeah. how much of it was you know, Disney management, how much yeah. of it was... You know, I don't know where the fault lies. I don't have the knowledge of Star Wars to say, but I feel bad for some of these directors who are, like, taking on, like I said, such a monumental How long do you task. think they'll, sh- they'll shut down the movie franchise for? Five years, maybe ten five. years. Yeah, not that long. I mean, I hope not. Like ten years, but they need. I I, I think it's the right move to I, do so. Well, no, but you know, it's funny. Is I, I I'm starting to think maybe it's the wrong move. Yeah, maybe it's the wrong move because, like I say, these these franchises are you know like the, the video games and the, yeah. the the TV shows are are red hot. I mean, The Mandalorian is being downloaded at the same rate that Game of Thrones was. I think I think the problem with Star Wars has been they totally flipped gears, which you knew is what Disney bought it for. They yeah. didn't buy it. But the thing with Star Wars is, I think we talked about this, is that it was a, it was scarce, yeah. even though it wasn't. Yeah. You always had Star Wars... Like, when we were growing up, we had Star Wars cartoons. And, yeah. But, you know, I but think... the movies themselves were cultural events. Yeah, yeah. And now they've got... Like, they did they did Solo, they did Rogue One, and they, and they did a new trilogy, and they were going to do the Dan and Dave trilogy... And it, it was just suddenly, all of a sudden, it was just like you're being inundated with... But I think... I it became think, the call of duty of movies. I think Disney is failing to realize one of the most major uh, issues that was plaguing the movie franchise. Uh, and all the movies. Yeah. And that was that they were they were under the original series' umbrella. Like, yeah, yeah. Like... Everything had to go back to the original series, yeah. which was like suffocating and crushing. Yeah, all the movies. I mean, Rogue One was literally made to explain one minor plot point in the original. Yeah, trilogy. and and, and you look <laughs> it was at, totally unnecessary. You look at Solo, and, and the issue with Solo is is like, 
everybody looked at it and they're like, "That's not Han Solo." Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, that's not my Han Solo. That's I not Harrison Ford. Yeah, I don't want to see this. The, yeah. that, that's not Harrison Ford. Plus, they cast Amelia Clark, and, and like who that, kills everything she. Well, touches. yeah, and that that alone is just like crushing. But once now that they're saying, "Okay, the Skywalker saga is over." Yeah. Like to me, that's like oh, oh, well, it's like, almost, now I'm way more. It's, it's almost like The Walking Dead, where, you know. When they when they took Rick off the show, everybody thought, well, oh God, you can't detach yourself that much from the source material. But once they did, now everybody's going, oh my God, they're happen. telling really yeah. exciting like, original stories. I'm, right, I don't know right. what's going to happen. I, this is like, I mean, what if what if the next movie is on Knights of the Old Republic? Well, that's what Dan and Dave's trilogy was going to be. Yeah, and that kind. <laughs> I mean, would you go see a Knights of the Old Republic? No. no? Well, See, I know you're not a Star Wars fan. I don't, I, know, maybe... I don't know why they don't do a more Sith-focused movie. Yeah. Where they're the main Well, they characters. could do anything. Yeah. And that's do a the trilogy thing. with that's the, the bad thing. guys. Is I felt like all the new movies were like just chained. The, and they used the exact same formula as the old ones. Yeah. Well, they were just chained to the old ones. Yeah, and like definitely. there was just such a lack of creativity yeah. as such because they could only do right. like homages to right. the... To the Original. Yeah. So I'm. I I, th- I just think it's a mistake to shut it down at this point. But whatever. Moving uh, on. We'll we'll find out. It's not gonna die. No. Yeah. It's no. too big a prank. They they've definitely maybe they're changing up their plans. But you can be sure there's a meeting happening right oh, now the of the where they are world. planning out the the future of the Star Wars. But then again, you'd, you'd have the same situation where you're chaining yourself to something that's already out there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so. So Death Stranding. We've talked a lot about this game. I haven't played it yet. I really desperately want to. Um, it became the biggest new IP launch of the generation in Japan. So the best-selling new game in Japan of all generation. The reviews mostly panned this game. They basically, even the ones that were you know, favorable kind of said, uh, you know, the gameplay is definitely not for everyone and it's... No, has a lot of issues. It's probably too long. There's too many cutscenes. But it got nominated for Game of the Year at the Game Awards. So, and, and that's what I was saying. That's what we were saying on this podcast all along, I think, that this game's going to come out. And there's even though the reviews are middle ground, you, this game is one of those things where it's like, you're going to think this is the greatest thing ever or the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, and, but two things about... The, I'm, game of the year I'm surprised from, that it got a Game of the Year nomination. Are you? No, See, not, not from the Game Awards I am, because I am completely, Keely is in the game, first of all. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is You remember last year yeah. when Kojima was there? Yeah, yeah. And, like, they the, bashed they, Konami? They, well, the, well, no. But, remember that? But Keely got on his knees when he, <laughs> when he you know, handed that award to yeah. Kojima. Yeah. And then after Kojima spent like a half hour talking at the microphone and went and sat down. <laughs> Babbling coherently. He like came back out and he spent the rest of the show just praising Kojima. Yeah. So it just doesn't surprise well, me. Well, do, do you remember when Metal Gear Solid Five got nominated and they invited, they wanted Kojima to be Yeah, yeah. And then and he, Konami literally him. banned him. Yeah. And they went out, Keely went on like a 10 minute tangent. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Konami so, telling so them to like, me, like, there's there's not many bigger Kojima fans. Death No, you're right. Death Stranding is one of those games that will be will be remembered forever. I'm surprised though that any outlet is considering it for but I don't know because it's like is game of the year is it for quality or is it for 
you know, like, because this will, when you think about games in 2019, yeah. Death Stranding will come up 20 years from now. Yeah. Like, it's one of those games that people are going to, you're going to remember it. So well, is it worth nominating? I don't know. Well, that, that's the thing. is it's, it's sort of entering the, the, like, the movie awards, you know, mm-hmm. area where, where, you know, like, if you go see... Uh, maybe not Star Wars these days, but <laughs> if you go see like a big popcorn summer flick, like a yeah. Marvel thing, you're probably going to enjoy Avengers it. Ending. You're probably going to truly enjoy it more right. than whatever is the movie of the year yeah. from yeah. the Oscars. Well, and there was, but, you know, you know how it is. And there was a whole, you know, should we nominate Robert Downey Jr. for an Oscar for his? Yeah, you know, there, there's been a because huge debate over Oscar that. Oscar material. There's a huge debate over that. But could you argue that Robert Downey Jr.'s performance as Tony Stark has been one of the most influential yeah. in Hollywood ever? Yeah. No. I think it's a totally 100%. If he's one of the most, in that role, is one of the most influential roles for Hollywood ever. Yeah. Absolutely. So so to not give him some type of award for it, it's almost criminal. You know, it's funny. Like, kids today probably don't... But it doesn't even, have to be best Kids actor. today probably don't even realize. When we were kids, like, Iron Man was like a nobody. Yeah. Nobody cared yeah. about Iron Man. Like, Nor do, do people remember that Robert Downey Jr. was a, you know, strung out yeah. on drugs, in jail, and that life was a mess. He like, literally, the only, the only reason Marvel was able to make those movies was because they couldn't sell the properties because nobody wanted them. <laughs> nobody thought there was any value to them. Yeah. So, like, and, and then he took it and he made it, like, oh, the yeah. biggest role. Without on Robert the, Downey the Jr. in the first Iron Man, the MCU is not even no. half of what it, be, it no. is today. Not even close. No. They they couldn't even exist. They couldn't they couldn't have recruited Samuel L. Jackson. They don't couldn't forget, have recruited like all those actors. Don't that they forget. Brought in. I think did the Incredible Hulk come out just before or just after? I mean, I can't remember. The one with uh, what's what's his oh, name? God, my my Edward Norton. I can't think Edward of, yes. Like I'm that not, was a bomb. Like, imagine sure. imagine yeah. if Iron Man didn't exist and that was what yeah. was, like was yeah. Like there's no way. There's yeah. no way you make. The 22 or 23 and... No. And, and yeah, it, it's so funny because we're talking about the failure of Star Wars. And, you know, I'm citing it as the scarcity that was the strength before. But on the flip side, you look at Marvel. Marvel has not been scarce. They release three, four movies a yeah. year. And now they've got shows. So they've, they've taken the inundate you with content model. And it's worked very well. So they, I, I think Disney really tried to do the same thing with Star they Wars. Did. And it didn't, just hasn't yeah. panned out. And then they realized, oh, that's not really what Star Wars is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Death Stranding, best-selling new IP in Japan, all generated. <clears throat> I still don't think we'll ever see a sequel to this game. Not even close. I, really? I don't know. No way. It took too yeah, long. It cost too much money. Yeah. I don't think we'll see one. Um... I do want to play this, and I can't wait to play it and then come back and talk about it on the <laughs> podcast. Are you getting it? At some point. I don't yeah, know why. I think I'll wait for the price drop. Uh, I'll probably get God of War before this. See, I, I'm sure God of War is a great game, but that's another game where I'm like... It's going to be $9. <laughs> it's, but am I going to dedicate not, the time to if it? If you're not going to buy it at $9... Am I going to dedicate the time to it ever? You know, like... <laughs> I play so many... I basically play competitive games and indie games. Yeah, I don't yeah. play much in between. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, Kotaku is reporting that Bioware is soon going to unveil kind of a reborn version of Anthem. You know, Diablo 3 did this. 
Uh, what else did this? Final Fantasy did this, right? With that Realm Reborn. Was it 15? Uh, 14. And so initially launched was a flop. But now people say it's become a massive success. Yeah. Bungie's kind of rebooted Destiny successfully. Yeah. Do you think that Bioware will have success kind of rebooting Anthem? Hard to see how they can. How they can. Yeah. It's hard to see. You know, I think one of my biggest complaints was when I found out that there was only like four suits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could customize multiple. Well, classes, basically. But I would much rather be able just to build my own suit yeah. any which way I want. Yeah. And so I'm hoping like if there's ever a sequel to this, which isn't looking likely, unless this succeeds. Well, yeah. This, I'm hoping maybe that'll... I don't think... Sequel. I don't think you'll see a sequel. I think they're trying to get this to Destiny or kind of like World of Warcraft level where they can sustain this game for eight yeah, years. Yeah, I don't know if that'll ever happen. I don't think I, it will. I don't think it will. I, I don't think that this IP... It's And it's so sad because this was so hyped. And when, when Bioware announced this, I was psyched for it because I was a big Destiny fan, but it had its shortcomings. And when Anthem got announced, they had already been working on it for like five years. So I was like, all right, this is going to be the game, like that shooter MMO that we've been waiting for. Yeah. And it's been everything but. It's sad. But they, there's also rumors. Well, not a rumor, really. If, if Jason Schreier at Kotaku reports it, it's pretty much true. They are working on a new Mass Effect game. And I, I have so many mixed feelings about this. You know... How, how is there not a Mass Effect movie yet? That, that doesn't seem like this would be... The original perfect. trilogy would be great. I mean, you could, you could pick this up and you could turn it into sort of like a Star Wars yeah. competitor. It's a huge universe. Yeah. I have really mixed feelings about this. The Andromeda at all was a mistake. I don't know why they didn't make an MMO out of the Mass Effect universe. Because they've got a team... What's that MMO? The Star Wars MMO. Bioware makes that. And it's been very successful. Um, I think it's Galaxies. Oh, yeah. Maybe no, it's well, not, that, it's not that, Galaxies. That was a long time ago. It's not Galaxies. It's this whatever came after that. There was one after that? But, well, it's a KOTOR MMO. Oh, yeah. Knights of the Old Republic or whatever. And, but it, there's some Knights variation on it. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Um, but it's sustained itself. I it's still got millions of subscribers. Jeez. Um, but, but I just... If all we're getting is another single-player Mass Effect game, I don't really see the point. And I love that franchise, but I don't really want to play another single-player. Like, do yeah. something different. Yeah. I just it would be cool to get a uh, you know an MMO version of it. Yeah, it's the perfect universe for it. it there's, they've it's so deep. There's so many races and yeah. I I just hope it's something different because I think Andromeda proved that Andromeda wasn't a terrible game. It wasn't like god awful. It's just like, we've already played a really good trilogy of single-player Mass Effect games. Do we really... It's like the Star Wars debacle. I mean, yeah. you're still tied to that original formula. Yep. And the originals were so good, I don't know. So Shamu 3. Shamu 3 is out. No one's talking about this game. You swore that you would play Shamu 3. You said you had to. I'm starting to sweat. You had I'm to. starting to sweat. So... Shimu 3 is here. Through. Okay, when I said I have to play Shinmu 3... <laughs> Before you die. I thought Shinmu 3 was going to be the last... I, you and know, now they said they got, what, 14 like, cards? Yeah, like 20,000 games in the pipeline. And I thought, like, what? Like, this was billed as a trilogy. Like, I thought yeah. this was the end. Yeah. In which case, yes, I would definitely yeah. have to play this. 
But if he's gonna, if he really does think he's gonna make like nine more games, there's a high probability I don't play this. Here's here's a, I've got several problems with this, and kind of a. I I don't know if I'm surprised or if it's an I told you so. So apparently the game runs at 864p on PS4, which is <laughs> missing a few. P's. It's basically a Dreamcast game. Yeah. Which that's what I. And you and I talked about it. Everybody begged for this game for so long. Yeah. And we were always like, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Because they can't really evolve this formula. Yeah. And that's the issue. And everybody who I... who the, That's the thing I'm dreading the most. I only read a few reviews, but they all said, like, everything here is fine, but it's super dated. Yeah. Exactly. And exactly. It's the game they had to make, but it's at the same time it's the game that... Almost no one wants to play. <laughs> for kids at home, Shinmu was like Grand Theft Auto before there was a Grand Theft Auto. Well, there was like no action. There was like some punching and kicking quick time yeah. events. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, there were quick time events. And that was the thing is you'd walk around town. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you'd be like in this quick time event. Yeah. Where like, you know, you hop on a motorcycle and you got to chase down guys that just picked up your girlfriend off yeah. the street, you know. And, and then you got to push X and Y and whatever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, or like some guys. That would sounds hop, so exciting. Or, what or you just s- described. You got to push X and Y. Or, or, you, or you'd walk around town and all of a sudden like five guys would hop out of an alleyway and you'd have to fight them off. Yeah. And that was, was it Arkham style combat? Was it almost like Arkham? It was actually originally uh, based on the Virtua Fighter. Okay. So it actually has really, really good combat. Yeah. Um, but it was scarce. But yeah, a little bit. You didn't fight all the time. No, no. Because you drove time. forklifts half the time. Yeah, you drove. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, is like I said, this was this was these were games that were made before Grand Theft Auto yeah, Three. Yeah. So now, like open world is so common. Yeah, common, and it's it's really kind of even dated. Like I don't even know if like open world is how you sell your game now. Yeah, and so. The formula is just way past its shelf life. Well, way you past know, its shelf life. I, I heard people saying, because, again, this was a game that everybody, every E3, oh, Shibu 3, Shibu 3. Yeah. And, it's, and I always said, like, why do you want this? And, you know, I laughed because I saw a bunch of people saying, like, oh, I really hope I really hope that the Kickstarter campaign, because this started as a uh, yeah. Kickstarter. Well, I mean, the first two games, outside of the forklift driving, which... I'm going to admit to you, there, there was way too much forklift driving yeah. in these games. But they really did. They, they created they such... They were immersive. They created such an atmosphere. They were immersive, And this yeah. feeling. Yeah. This feeling, you know, and I'd love to get that feeling. Yeah. And I... It was almost Nintendo-esque. Yeah. Like, when you step I, into I a Zelda it game... Might, it might have been beyond it, Nintendo. It, it invokes a certain, like... I mean, you got to remember, this came out on Dreamcast, which... Was like a generation ahead of yeah. PlayStation, and years before, like a year or two before PS2 came out. It was ahead of its time. Right? Yeah, yeah. So like we had never seen anything like this, and like the graphics, the music, you know, it just created such an atmosphere that we had never experienced before. Yeah. So it was just incredible. I mean, if you got to play it at the time, but now today. You're, you're not going to be able. Times. Yeah, you're not going to be able to understand what we felt back then. And see, that's what I saw a bunch of people saying, like, "Oh, I can't wait for the Kickstarter campaign for Shimu 4." And I was like, "Hold up, hold if up." If you need right. a Kickstarter campaign for Shimu 4, then Shimu 4 <laughs> shouldn't exist yeah. because this field they had to get money from Sony, they had to get money from Sega, 
and a Kickstarter campaign to make this game after what? Yeah. 15 years? Yeah. This Shamu 3's sales should be the Kickstarter for yep. Shamu 4. If you still need a Kickstarter for Shamu 4, yeah, then 3 failed. There's no market for I don't for this. want Shamu 4. Like, this was. Yeah. This was always billed as People the wanted end. Shamu 3 because they felt like they were robbed of the, the finale. End. Yeah, and this was the end. So I don't understand where this talk of, like, I don't know, nine other games is coming from. It's the talk of somebody who wants to make more money. It, it <laughs> should it is. It, This should be the last one. So I got to play Minecraft Earth, which is available pretty much worldwide now, which is the augmented reality Minecraft Pokemon Go game. Yeah. And I... I have to say it's a lot harder than I expected it to be. Building seems really difficult. Yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me. Um, it's not like normal Minecraft. And I, I don't know what else to say about it yet, other than I really I want to see more people try this. Yeah. Because Microsoft could have a huge hit on their hands with this. Yeah. Minecraft's absolutely huge. And I mean, this is like maybe something. I'm just too old, and I'm to that point where like new things are kind of foreign. But have you ever played Minecraft? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I wasn't great at it, but I no, played it. Me neither. I, I played was, it for a good I month or really two. Boring, yeah, I played it for a good month or two, and then I just I, I met like a ceiling for how far I was willing to go to yeah. do cool things. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'm not willing to invest more time in this, but um, it is it is it is cool. I I've tried it out like when I'm walking the dog, you know, I'll pop it up and walk around and collect some items or whatever yeah but the building it seems like where the money is at you know you want to build cool stuff that other people are going to stumble across and so I, I i don't know i i i feel like this has all the makings of a potential hit but it's not there yet so i just wanted to say that yeah so disney plus dropped last week for the day that it came out I swear, every every corner I turn around, people were asking me, "Oh, did you get Disney Plus? Yeah, get Disney Plus." I was Disney amazed. Plus. I was honestly amazed by this because I went on Facebook and like every every single girl was like, "I'm watching Disney Plus. I'm yeah. watching <laughs> Disney Plus." You know, and I, I was just blown away that like, you know, like casual people yeah. in my Facebook timeline knew new Disney Plus was releasing yeah. that day. Well, I think that's largely because of Marvel. Yeah. Well, and just the, the Mandalorian you, said, I mean, you mentioned already. It's, it's all those hit. things, probably. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, they who, marketed it. Well, who apparently. isn't a fan of at least you know one of Disney, Star Wars, Marvel? Yeah. Or even National Geographic, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Green and M&M. <laughs> kind of the redheaded stepchild of the family. They haven't rolled any ESPN content into no, it, have they? No, and they're never going to. You don't think so? Because no. they've got ESPN Plus, right? Yeah, well, you can get a bundle. Can you? You, you can get Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus for twelve ninety nine. That's a good deal. Yeah, which is a good deal. It basically uh, means you get ESPN Plus free. Yeah, which has a lot of UFC events on it now. Yeah. Pay-per-view events. Yeah. What, see, I got... I claimed a year of Disney Plus for free because, if, in case you don't know this, uh, if you have unlimited data through Verizon, if you have the Verizon Unlimited plan, you get a free year of Disney Plus, which is oh, wow. a great deal. Yeah. So I claimed it, and I looked on there. I'm like, oh, you know, what am I going to watch? And I looked, and I was like... There's not a single thing no. on here that I want to watch. It's funny. <laughs> There's nothing. There really isn't much. But The Mandalorian is If really I had much. kids, I would definitely see the value of exactly. it. They could watch. There's so much content. Irma has been watching That's So Raven on it for six hours a day. <laughs> uh, 
No, do so you guys, she's getting do you guys have Hulu? Yeah. I mean, if you have Hulu, you basically have television. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have Hulu, Netflix, and now Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the way I'm going. I'm gonna I'm gonna have the the Disney bundle. Mm-hmm. So that I'll have my a touch of sports. When does the first big Marvel show come out for it? Next I don't year know. You know. I was actually wondering that this morning too, um, because The Mandalorian is great. Yeah, everybody's I, saying it's good. Oh, it's really good. I mean, it's basically Clint Eastwood in space. Um, I just I never got into Star Wars. I I really yeah. It, it's funny. I never really got into Star Wars yeah. either. Like I'm starting to a little bit now that I'm a little bit older, but I never was as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like my my parents, my, like my dad, and my uncle, are like. My uncle especially was yeah. really into it, and I was just like, eh, you know, I, I just never really got it because there never was like a Star Wars when yeah. I was a kid. So, yeah, yeah. You know. But it's um, Mandalorian is really good. But they hit ten million it. subscribers on launch day, so I don't think you can really debate Disney Plus is a success. Yeah. And I expect it to continue yeah. to be. And I, I mean, I expect it to be like when you own Disney, Marvel, and yeah, and Star Wars. Like it's, it's hard it's, to see. It's, it's. I saw this comparison chart. Um, if you add all the major subscription services together, because cutting the cord was supposed to be a big cost-saving initiative, yeah, and it still is, but somebody added Disney+, Plus, Hulu, Netflix, uh, I don't know if they included HBO Max in there, maybe HBO Go, because that's yeah. out right now, but they added all the major streaming services together, and if you get all of them, it's like almost the exact same price as a month of cable. Well, I think, I think HBO Go... Is the same price as HBO regular, right? Fifteen you, you, or whatever. You, there's HBO Go and HBO Now, and it confuses me. Yeah, I don't know what the Go is. I one think of the them, Go is going one on. of them, I think, doesn't but, give you like the channel on your TV. Uh, you can yeah, only one of go. them. One of them, you have to get through your cable service. But the, the Max, other one is a stream. Max is Max is really the same thing as HBO. Mm-hmm. Like when when HBO Max launches, like HBO is essentially going to transform into that. Yeah, like. It just means we're gonna give you HBO and then like all of our other stuff. Yeah. And it's funny because I've been in the same boat. Like I have YouTube TV. Yeah. And a lot of oh, ways Prime Video is the other one I And, and in a lot of ways I there. find YouTube TV to be like the best value, even though yeah. it's fifty dollars a month. Yeah. Because I get sports and I get like a ton of, you know, um, TV shows. Yeah. And there's there's an enormous library there too. Um, and you can you can DVR anything, yeah. anything and everything, yeah. you know, as much as you want, unlimited yeah. DVR. So in a way that I mean that that makes it awesome for fifty dollars a month yeah. because if you're going to have all these services, but now I'm like, well, yeah, but the TV shows that are on basic cable are no match for like no. what's on HBO, what's well, on Netflix. There's a few shows on basic cable that I think are okay, but. I still don't care. So now I'm now I'm at the point where it's like I gotta pick. Basic cable is reality television. I am I am truly at a point where I gotta pick. Do I, do I want sports? Yeah. Or do I want incredible? There's television? so many services that you I can only choose. pick one. You got a budget. Yeah, yeah, I can only pick one. Yeah. Like I'm either not gonna watch HBO, Netflix, any of it, or like, because I'm not spending like more than fifty dollars you know, a month. Prime. It's funny because Amazon. You think that. Amazon would be in a good spot because they can they give you Prime Video for Amazon Prime, which is a yeah. good value, right? But it's basically universally accepted that Prime Video is the worst of them all. Yeah, content wise, yeah, they don't they just don't have anything great. It's funny though because it's funny you say that because just the other just yesterday I was thinking to myself, you know, I think I'm gonna get rid of Prime. Yeah, because I don't even need it. Yeah, like, I don't really order much 
from you know Amazon yeah. online, and I don't watch the surf. Like I own a, I own a ton of stuff. On, yeah. on Amazon Video. Yeah. Like if I didn't have any services and I only used my Amazon Video mm-hmm. account, it would still like dwarf yeah. most of the other services. It's funny how most of Amazon services really haven't taken off. Amazon yeah. Music isn't. Well, and I was thinking great. that too. I was thinking, man, Amazon, they're kind of. They've sort of lost the service their side is not. Great. I think they've lost their. I mean, they just came out with like twenty million devices. Yeah, and the thing is, is like I don't think anyone gives a damn. The Echo about, Dot. I don't think anybody gives a damn about any of them. Are you gonna wear an Amazon ring? Are you gonna no. wear Amazon glasses? No. They came out with. Yes, yeah. I didn't even know that. They did, and nobody. They're yeah, turning nobody, into Google. Nobody, They're turning into Google. Nobody gives a damn about any of it. Like I, I think, I don't know. I for this, this is what I was gonna say. This is nothing related to Amazon, but I know this person who has financial problems constantly. Yeah. And I'm trying not to give too much away here to give a hint as to who it is because <laughs> it's not anybody that you know. But oh, I, okay. and I doubt this person would ever listen to our podcast. But some of the people that know this person have been trying to help them budget. <laughs> yeah. And they're paying two hundred dollars a month for basic cable. Yeah. And we're all going, well, how, how? Well, now, how? now they know what you're talking about. Well, no, no. Because <laughs> there's lots of people that pay for basic cable. Could be anybody. Yeah. And we're all going, well, how are you paying that much? First of all, and why? If you have financial problems, that should be the first thing to go. Exactly. And my grandmother's like just. They have like, three DVR boxes. In their house, they've got like one in their living room, one up, and you gotta pay some like monthly rental yeah. fee or oh, something. God. And we're all we're all saying like you could. That's what I was saying. It would cost like ninety dollars a month for like all the pers- subscription services. Yeah. And we're explaining, you could get every subscription service possible and still save one hundred and ten dollars a yeah. month. You don't need those damn DVR. You know, boxes. it's funny you say that. Like I, I, I was joking with some of my coworkers when I started to think about it. Like. Because they tell me, like, oh, I spend a hundred and some odd dollars for my television. I spend, and I'm sitting there like, you shouldn't be spending more than no. like fifty dollars no. for, for, for like anything. Well, and that's and why I think you know, like UFC. I was thinking was I could I could set up a business. I could set up a business where I just go to like old people's homes and like for help them 20, budget for twenty cable. bucks. I'll be like, here's how you get that. That's stuff a great idea for for cable like consolidation. Fifty dollars less yes. than your pay. That's a great like, idea. A month. That's a great idea. We should start that up. Um. So anyway. Moving on to the last big topic here before we do Godspeed stories. Now somebody's going to steal that. I'm going to see like a, a mega corporation. <laughs> God mode moment. We're, number we're, we're helping you consolidate your, yeah, your, your cable, cable bills. Um, the Brown Steelers incident here. This reminded me of the famous Pistons fight crawling up into the crowd and beating <laughs> on the, the malice yeah. in the palace. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't. All, after all the attention of players getting concussions and blah, 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 another NFL player rips off another player and beats him with his yeah. own well, it, was, it was actually, I mean... And, the, you know, I, the, the way it seemed that the Steelers guy actually started the fight, but yeah. still, I don't know. Yeah, you were a football player, so... I saw this, and, it, you know... I, it's actually kind of amazing that it doesn't happen more often. That, that was my thought, too. This has never happened. <laughs> to see it was almost like no. otherworldly. But then to think about, well, this hasn't happened before? No, usually usually when they rip your helmet off like that, you end up throwing Throw, it. Yeah. Um, 
but you rarely see them try and bash your skull in. Which is good because if you ever felt these things, like they are extremely heavy and extremely hard. I remember one time... Especially an NFL helmet. Yeah, it's I supposed remember, to be protecting you from concussions. Yeah, I remember one time sitting next to a table and my helmet fell on my head. Yeah. You know, it was like an inch or two, and yeah. it hurt so bad. It probably weighs as much as a bowling so ball. Bad. Yeah, it, it seriously is like a cannonball. Yeah. And when you got a man as big as an NFL linebacker swinging that thing down on your skull. Yeah. Like, if he easily, right. it could easily kill somebody. Yeah, he could have. Easily. Well, you know, that's I saw, I think it was James Harrison say... If you swing an object like that at somebody on the street, you're getting six months in prison for assault. At least. For assault. You might get with a deadly weapon. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. That, 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 I mean, it's, it's like swinging a baseball bat at yeah. somebody. It really is. <laughs> I don't, I really, you know, people debated what level of punishment this guy should get. And the cops did look into it, but the, the quarterback said, I think the Steelers did. Yeah, he, he said, no, I don't want to press charges. So. I wouldn't be surprised. If they don't ever let this guy come back, but you know that's I don't know. It's funny. Like I was like, man, that's They're, that's such I a feel, terrible it, thing. It's like the Fortnite thing. Like, do you make an example out of this guy? Yeah, you know? but then like I started to think about it. And I was like, well, you know, it was sort of in the heat of the moment, and the guy, the other guy, did try to rip his helmet off first, and he did rush at him. You yeah, know, like he, the lineman was pushing him away, and yeah. then he rushed at him. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it does. It'll never justify well, trying to bash right, in their skull right, right, with a right. with a helmet. But you know, I don't know. Well, it's, and then you know, I don't know who the name of the Steelers player who, you know how it is. Those guys are all they're they're literally their life, everything they're trained and is to protect their quarterback. Yeah. So that one Steelers oh, yeah, yeah. player starts stomping. Stomp him on the, and he's got his helmet on, so it doesn't matter. I know. But I always thought that was that's funny. That's still pretty bad. Like I, that's pretty bad too. Yeah. But at the same time, like this guy's livelihood is based on pr- protecting the guy who tried almost got his skull bashed. Yeah. So I kind of understand, you know, like this the whole thing. Yeah. I, the headline I saw was great. It was. The Browns prove that even when they win, they lose. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. But, you know, I mean, I don't know. He, he's not a very good quarterback. They'd be better off without him. <laughs> Just let him bash Still, though, you can't. The yeah. NFL can't allow that. No. And you understand why they and suspended him for I the think whole season. You, I think you do suspend him for the rest of the season, maybe even into the next season. Yeah. Maybe make and him then, miss the first six games. And then you tell year. him, like, if this ever happens again, You're done. you are done. Yeah. Like, yeah. and, and that needs... They they need to really if send, you do anything they need to they lines, need to put out a message not. to all thirty two teams to say like say this in yeah. your say this in your locker room it's, conference it's funny if you do this we are gonna kick you out yeah it's funny because what I what I heard which again I'm not I'm pretty I'm pretty much a novice with football knowledge but that this guy is Garrett right yeah Miles Garrett he's never had a behavioral problem yeah that that's up until now you know this guy's never been an issue so. That's why a lot of people have been advocating that, no, he needs to be allowed to come back because he made one mistake. Yeah. They let Pac-Man Jones come back after <laughs> ten different offenses. But if but. you if you look at when he swung the helmet, he was actually lucky that the lineman was there was like pushing him away. Yeah. Because it was like because, a glancing. Yeah, ball. because the helmet sort of twisted in yeah. his, on his wrist. Yeah. And so the, like, 
the open end of the helmet is what I actually yeah. ended up hitting him. Yeah. And that has some... And it only hit him, like, on the side. Well, yeah, yeah, and it sort if of raised hit, him. Like you said, imagine if this guy... But he was definitely trying hit to hit him. Hit him square on the He was head. trying to hit him with what, the, what if he, like, you know, like, cracked one of this guy's vertebrae? Oh. If you come down directly on top of somebody's head like that... He would probably crack his skull and clean open. Imagine if that happened. Yeah, like, in front of 70,000 fans or whatever. I feel like they'd have to ban him from oh, oh, my God. Like, like, he's lucky that he didn't do jail. more damage. He'd be going to jail he's for lucky. attempted murder yeah. at that point. I mean, he could have ended that guy's career. Oh, easily. Uh, and easily. Then, yeah. And, and I know that, you know, all these players are literally one bad fall away from ending their career. Yeah. Like, literally. Just landing wrong, you snap your... One bad tackle, yeah. Your Achilles tendon... <laughs> I gotta tell you something after the podcast. <laughs> Remind me Achilles tendon. Okay. I can't say it on podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Do you, do you remember? I'm not gonna mention names. God the, the, moment, the, right the rumor that somebody Achilles tendon in college when it snapped. Somebody that we both know very well had snapped. <laughs> it rolled up and whipped him in his own backside. You ever heard this? I, I think maybe. I, I'll, I, I'll give maybe. you more clarity. Yeah. I think maybe. I'll I, give I, you more clarity after the podcast. <laughs> All right. Time for Godspeed stories. Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's do Are it. you reading first or am I reading uh, I think I'll read first this week. Okay. Three, two, one, Godspeed. Red Dead Redemption 2 launches on PC, but it's totally unplayable to a majority of players. Uh, are you gonna get Red Dead? Are you gonna double dip and get it on PC? I only played three hours on the Xbox version. I couldn't bring myself to play it. It's not as good as people said. And is anybody shocked that the Rockstar launcher is garbage? No, no. Instagram is testing. How many games does that thing have? Two. One. Jeez. It's got Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh <laughs> God. How stupid. Instagram is testing a new feature called Real that is essentially TikTok. Is Facebook literally going to play the desperation game for the rest How of their lives? How real does it get? Um, yes, they are. They're, they're <laughs> just going to make knockoff after knockoff of whatever is popular out there. Uh, Insomniac launches Stormland VR. The great review is making it potentially the best VR game to date. Are you excited for VR? I'm actually starting to get some interest in it. Between this Stormland game, everybody says it's really good. Uh, Half-Life and then uh, Respawn, that Medal of Honor VR game, I thought looked really good. If somebody wanted to sell me a VR headset for $100, I would consider yeah, it. Until I mean, it remember, gets to that remember point. going to play VR Junkies? Like, yeah. I, none of those games could ever sell me. Until it gets to $100, though, I'm not interested. I'm really not. Uh, Human Head, who made Prey 2, closes down... But Bethesda then, after letting them close down, picked up the entire team and gave them a new studio. Do you feel that this was malicious to let them go out and put them in a bad position? Or it was, was it, are they a savior for saving this entire development? Well, I mean, I don't know what the financial situation was. You know, perhaps them folding actually saved them money mm -hmm. and then going to Bethesda. Rather than Bethesda just absorbing them or buying them or whatever. And I think Bethesda, it's smart as morally dubious as it, some people are making it out to be. Bethesda didn't have to pay for the IPs that human had. Yeah. So it's cheaper. Yeah. Uh, Walmart opening more esports arena land centers in Walmart locations. Oh, here we go. Walmart taking over. <laughs> are you ready to go Walmart to play some esports? That's what I was going to ask you. I think if there were actual tournament like if we had tournaments at our Vestal Walmart yeah. I would go yeah, I'd, I'd, do. I'd do it I'd sure, go play it'd be, what the hell I mean yeah. 
I just want a land center in Broome County somewhere. Yeah, yeah. For God's sakes. Uh, it does kind of... It does kind of feel a little wrong, though. Like, esports and, like, gaming to me are, like... It's my thing. It's our thing. Yeah, yeah, So to see a company like Walmart, yeah. like, oh. taking ownership of it, yeah. it's kind of like... A little bit odious. Yeah, I gotta take a shot of something before <laughs> I go. Uh, AOC finished ranked silver in the most recent League of Legends season, but another congressman way one-ups her and finished platinum. Is this being done for attention, or are these people just serious gamers? Millennial status revoked on AOC. What, 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 do you know the congressman that went up there? Uh, he's from California. I don't remember his name. Uh, I think yeah. it's Jack something. Is he like a young guy or something? Relatively, yeah. Oh, okay. Did you see the congressman who farted on national? Yeah. Yeah. And then and denied he tried, it. He tried to blame it. Was like, it was he tried like, to blame it on Chris like, Matthews. He blamed it on Chris Matthews. It was like a nuclear explosion going on. <laughs> he, and he's like, he even paused. Yeah, yeah when he, he, even, he even sort of like popped he, a little he bit. He paused mid-sentence. It, it sort of blew him up and in the air. And then he tried to blame it on Chris Matthews. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, does, do you think somebody bet him to do that? Like, you, you're, you're, you I think it was just natural. Like, well... He may have just gained a few points in the polls. Indigestion. He definitely has better name recognition now than he did. Uh, John Carmack retires from Oculus to work on AI. Uh, is John Carmack ushering in the Terminator future? I don't know, but I, I kind of get this sense that Oculus is another branch of Facebook that's just going to continue to flounder. I Yeah. Because he was really... He became the face of this. Carmack did. Yeah. And him... I just... I don't know. You know, a few a few topics ago, I was just thinking about how, how much of a risk Facebook was taking with Oculus. So it's funny mm-hmm. to see it here, and then it's it's not going so Facebook, so many of these companies are doing the same thing, where they're putting their fingers in every pie, and they're not okay. excelling at any of them. Yeah. Apple's one of the few that I feel like... Everything they touch is... They all, you know, Apple Arcade has been decent. Apple Card has been decent. Um, they're still... Everything, pretty much everything they touched recently is is been yeah. It, it's at least a competitor. Yeah, the Apple a true Watch competitor. or iWatch, whatever it's called. Yeah, I don't know Apple about Apple Music. Music. Apple Music is um, one of the big players, but they're still they're competent. But I feel like you know Facebook is Facebook gaming. That's eh, okay. Oculus. That's eh, okay. Yeah, everything about Facebook is kind of eh, Facebook, okay. right? Except Instagram. Except Instagram. Yeah, but once and then you know in a couple of years Instagram will sort of probably be irrelevant at that yeah. point. Black Adam has been confirmed oh, to be God. releasing in December 2021, starring none other than Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Now, did you see Dwayne announce this? I hate Dwayne, by the way. Yeah, but, yeah. I hate that he is the number one marketing tool. Like, instead of release, making a big announcement, they tell him, oh, announce this on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah, That did blows you, my mind. Did you see him? Did you see him announce it? Wasn't it art? He's like, he's like oh, uh... You know, it's he's a hero. He's a hero. He's a different kind of hero. It's like no, no, he's not. <laughs> Get out of here, Dwayne. He's not a hero. Are you he's, excited for this movie? Yeah, a little bit. I, I I don't know the character well, but he's always like I've wanted to get to know. Yeah, him. and I'm sorry, in the same boat. Like I I I have read uh, comics about him, mm-hmm. but never really. I've never really read one about like where he came from. Yeah. Like I just know he's a total badass. Yeah, he's super powerful. Yeah. Uh, and I am excited that DC got such a prominent... I, I think that in a lot of cases, casting a very well-known person in a superhero role doesn't work. Yeah. And this one, I feel like it is going to work. And I'm really curious to see what the costume will look like. Because yeah. in the concept art, the costume looks really cool. Yeah. 
But now, can they make that? I don't know how they're going to, to put them. Black Adam and Shazam together eventually. I almost hope they don't. Yeah. Because Shazam is kind of like a joke, and I think Black Adam's going to be really serious. Oh, yeah. But we'll see. Uh, Ru- did I do that one? I did that one. Yeah. Russ coming to Xbox One and PlayStation 4 in 2020. Uh, you ready to, to rest away? Yes. <laughs> uh, that, I don't know. This friend, this, I feel like this is that game that, like, all of a sudden it surges a little bit, yeah. and then it drops off to complete nothing again. And yeah. then all of a sudden it comes back. Well, they announced this at the show, didn't they? I don't know. I think they I did. I don't know. Carmelo Anthony has joined the Portland Trail Blazers. Will this fail, or is this, what are you, hot or cold there, on this Okay, one? there's only two options. Will it fail, or will it be a mega bomb? Right. Like, there, there's no, there is no Do you success. think this will help him get a team immediately no. next year? No. Do you think he's no. done? He's done. He's, he's so? fresh. <laughs> he needs to go eat some ho-hos or whatever. <laughs> and well, you know what, his... Kevin Garnett, my, this is my favorite Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony story, because I always thought that he was pretty much trash. Yeah, me too. Kevin Garnett was famous for his trash talking during games. Yeah. And what he told Carmelo Anthony was, your wife tastes like Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most random insult of all time. Like, you're just going to sit there and you're going to think about it. Like, what the hell does that mean? Did you, well, it's going to totally distract you for the rest of the game. You're going to be like, what is he talking about? You know, it's going to get in your head. Yeah. Your wife tastes like Cheerios. Oh, my God. <laughs> not, not Corn Flakes, not, not Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cheerios. Epic releases Battle Breakers, a new game that's not that's totally not Fortnite. Um, wasn't this the game that broke that other studio? I don't think so. What this the was Epic an Epic guy. original. Cliffy. Cliffy. No, e. that was... That was uh, it's, it's funny that Epic They had Lawbreakers. It's, it's funny that Epic releases this, because that used to be Cliffy B's. I'm happy that Epic released another game. It's a mobile game. Yeah. But I'm happy that they released anything else, because it's weird that Epic has... Basically, they're going to be remembered forever as the Fortnite studio. Yeah. But Epic made... They had made Unreal. They made Gears of War. Like, yeah. they're a very capable studio. Games that you should play instead of Fortnite. And I don't... You know, this was obviously made by a small B team. They made that Paragon game, which they shut down because Fortnite got popular. I just want to see Epic do another game because they're a very talented studio. Here's a great one. Get yourself ready for this one because <laughs> take a deep breath. Netflix is working with Frank Miller to make a Sin City TV series. You know, I, I'm actually... I, I mean, I don't know what the hell... To Cautiously think. optimistic? I, I don't know what to think about this. But I am really happy... That like Netflix has like no properties of their own, <laughs> which means they got to go out and just make, like they got to take try. everybody else's. Yeah, they, but they you say, always say that they're taking everybody else's trash. Well, well, yeah, they do that too. But in terms of properties, they need to go out and they need to try and buy like anything that's loose. Yeah, and we're so we're talking like Zelda or Witcher, Castlevania, which is really actually Castlevania, which is actually really cool because like I like all these properties and I always think oh it'd be nice. Did they announce a Diablo series? That yeah, hasn't been referenced ever since. No, but yeah, supposedly that's in the works, and then now they got Sin City. I mean, who knows what's next? I could actually see Sin City working. I could too. Series. I could too. As- Scared as any. Whenever Frank Miller's involved with something, it could be. Well, the thing about Sin City was is they were able to make it. It's got to be unique on a really low budget. Okay, if it wasn't because it was all green screen. If it wasn't black and white, would you watch it? Well, Sin City had flashes of color. Okay, but but if they do it not black and white, if they don't, if they do it in a different style, 
I think they would alienate the few people that they actually would care. Yeah. But who knows? If they if they do a really good job, they might get a whole new audience. The people that would care might not matter. Brawlhalla is coming to mobile in 2020. Should we even be discussing mobile gaming at all on the show? Yes, because here's what I want to say. After owning a Switch, mobile gaming is better Uh, than uh, the entire uh, Switch. I'm telling you. It is 100% uh, true. And now we're going to have to delete this entire Coming soon. (laughs) Uh, The Game Awards, which we just talked about today. Control got nominated for a ton of awards. And I feel like I want to... I should play it. Because I generally like... Almost everything that Remedy's ever done. Yeah. Except for Quantum Break, which wasn't good. No. Uh, I mean, it's a shame Quantum Break came out when it did. If it had come out like the today, problem with probably Quantum would Break, much better. Well, another one of Don Matrick's final. Yep. F- they, they must have spent at least half the budget on the of TV that game component. on the stupid TV component. Yeah. And had they so been able to put all that time and effort and money into the game itself... Because the game wasn't bad. It really might have been something special. It it wasn't bad. It was unique. They probably could have made it into something great. Yeah. But they wasted... It's such a shame. Another Don Matrix. They're this close. We gotta be the only freaking podcast that constantly references Don Matrix. Yeah. (laughs) No one else is gonna remember him. No. Nobody should. I mean... I don't think he even has a job. No, I've been trying to figure this out all week. Where is he working now? And I can't find anything. Here's the better question. Is this the first or the second annual Game of the Year Awards for God Mode? Definitely yeah. the second. We did them last year. We did them last year? Okay. We're going to have to do it pretty so this quick. This is the second annual. Because we only got, what, like six, five more weeks of yeah. 2019? Yeah. Not of many, this whole decade. Not many shows left. Of and, the whole decade. And God knows if we're going to be able to make shows for every single week going forward here. Because well, I mean, what the holidays? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, who yeah. knows? Yeah, I, I'll. Uh, I'll I might to, be in Florida for Christmas. I don't know. I'll try to put together uh, some categories for us to start. Okay. I wonder if I still have last year's. What are we doing first? Are we doing? We're doing game of the year, and then we're doing. But I don't want to spoil it. What? I don't want to spoil it. Most anticipated. Yeah. Oh, well, I think we did it. it. The first episode of January, we did a top 10 most anticipated. I think we should do that again. Yeah. So we'll do... Should we just do... Do Game of the Year Awards? Should we do anticipated games, or should we do anticipated game stories? Game stories? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, what we expect to oh, happen oh, in that, 2020. We can do that as a like, separate episode. Like, yeah. like, Google puts the separate nail... Separate feature. Puts the nail in the stadium. Most like predicted. The God like mode moments of 2020. <laughs> yeah. That'll, that'll be a separate. Let's do anticipated games first, and then the next episode we'll yeah, do yeah. anticipated stories, which will we'll see what we come up with. Yeah. Mobile gaming surpasses Switch. Nintendo does. <laughs> no. um, so yeah, I would expect the God Mode Game of the Year episode in December. The same. The the Game Awards is also in December. The good thing about the Game Awards. Truly, I no don't. One watches it. Oh, no, last year was really yeah. good. Yeah, they're starting to get really good because they got all the trips. the reveals. Right, <laughs> I could care less about the awards. Yeah, exactly. The, the The awards I think side is more for like when it was purely the awards. No one really watched no. them. But now that they got all these trailers, we're probably like, oh. gonna see Rocksteady's new game finally at the Game Awards. Uh, what we're gonna see Gears Tactics Ori two. I think I kind of think Sony will probably drop a Last of Us two trailer. Uh, maybe Nintendo didn't Nintendo do a big trailer Doesn't last year? Doesn't sort of make you wonder why? How come the movie theaters or, or the or the movie studios don't do the same thing where they like 
during the Oscars, they all put out new movie trailers. Well, the Oscars are so artsy. The thing, the thing about the Game Awards, yeah, is, but like people that really love movies are going to be yeah. watching that. Yeah, so like people true. that are actually really going to go see the movies, and they'd get tons of mo- uh, so money. It just it, sponsors. It just seems like an obvious marriage. Yeah, and it, yeah, it never happened. With well, movies. and that's what I was going to say about the Game Awards is that I feel like the awards portion is more for the industry insiders themselves to yeah. get recognized to have you know like that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah Whereas maybe. the commercial aspect is the trailers. Yeah, you might be right in that. Like the game awards, like there, there's no like stars really for the game awards. But there's always moments though that give the gaming industry every year like a breakout. Somebody gives a really good speech, you know, the Kojima, the fam- yeah. famous Kojima but incident. I, I guess I'm saying like, what is Kojima compared to Brad Pitt? Right. Well, what yeah, is? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? like, yeah. So. But I mean, we're starting to, we are starting to get a lot of. Crossovers, especially in voice acting. Oh, yeah. You got Norman Reedus yeah, exactly. up there. You got uh, a lot of big celebrity voice actors. And, and you know, going forward, as the graphics get better and better, yeah, it's, their gonna likenesses. Be, it's, it's really going to be interesting. Like, yeah. Did you see that? We didn't talk about this, and maybe we should have. Did you see? Supposedly, there was like leaks of, of Horizon Two or something. I saw a headline, but I didn't leak screenshots. I honestly thought it was real. I'm still not sure if it's real or wasn't yeah. real. I, I have no idea, but it looked incredible, whatever it was. Um, I thought it was like a girl in costume. I'm, I, I am a little worried because Microsoft's built up all this hype and good momentum. Yeah. But all the leaks about next gen are coming about the PS5. Yeah. And I think that's helping the PS5 build hype. And I'm worried. Well, better because, because they haven't talked about anything for two years. But they're gonna they're gonna announce the PS5 likely in February. Yeah. And if Microsoft holds onto their cards all the way until E3 in June, I, I feel like that could be PS5 is gonna have a window where everybody's gonna be talking about next gen PS5, next gen PS5, next gen PS. If Microsoft's extremely confident. You know, we didn't talk about how Phil mentioned flat out. He said, we will not be out of place on either price or power. Yeah. And he flat out said, we were the less powerful console and we cost $100 more. Yeah. People seem to be, a lot of journalists are backing off the uh, Scarlet being more powerful than the PlayStation 5. That they you know, now think PlayStation 5 is going to be more powerful. Well, you know, to me, it doesn't even really matter which is more powerful because yeah. we've reached such a plateau. That's a good point. In terms of graphics. Good point. Like, for me, I'm, I'm even good with. I do think that Switch. it builds word of mouth, though. Yeah. Especially when it's casuals. Well, this is more. This has got better graphics. To me, like, Game Pass right now is by far the most. Um, the best family. motivating yeah it is feature of either console so yeah, far it is I mean unless Sony can show me something that makes me go like oh I, okay I, it doesn't matter that I got three there's the Game Pass library is up to 300 games yeah I you mean, do have to you're going to need to really show me something you do have to, to make wonder, me give that up because we've talked about you know the necessity the, kind of the evil what, what's the term I'm looking for? Necessary evil of loot boxes for developers to make money off their game and stuff. You do have to wonder, especially with stuff like Game Pass, how much longer are developers going to be able to sell games for $60? Because it is interesting, yeah. When you've got something like Game Pass and more competitors to come, Game Pass is really just the first. Game Pass is like the Netflix 
as we've seen more competitors come out for Netflix, Netflix has lost market share. How how are you going to? Because eventually, how the way streaming has worked now, there's so many services. Yeah, and you get you know a little bit of something everywhere. It seems that gaming will go the same direction eventually. When you've got so many subscriptions, basically you're going to be able to get uh, a year of like Game Pass for $60 or any of these services, which is yeah. the cost of one game. That one game, I, I don't know how they're going to be able to sustain. Well, I think it's actually 120 isn't it? Well, right now. Yeah. Right now. But so, I think you'll get other services that go, that go cheaper. Um, but, you know, I'm really curious, and I was thinking about this the other day as well, is if okay imagine a few years in the future when Microsoft's released all these games from all their studios as they build their library of first party games which cost them no, no additional amount mm-hmm. to keep on the service forever yeah they're obviously going to reduce yeah. the, the games from third parties mm-hmm. now right now like they got an enormous log of third party games simply because they want to create like a beachhead they want to be the Netflix of gaming so they want, you know, as much content, as much... They really want to blow you out yeah. while, while there's nobody else in the game. Yeah. So, but as their, as their first party stuff increases, they're going to wean themselves off of third party. Now, do you think they'll keep the big titles like Yakuza and uh, Final Fantasy? Or do you think those will be the ones that go and they'll, they'll keep the little titles like Prison Architect? Well, I think it, it, I think for indies, it makes a whole lot of sense to be on there. Yeah. And, and I... I think for the big, and it'll be cheaper for the big games. You know, Devolver has been loving these subscription services. Devolver has games on Xbox Game Pass, Apple Arcade. Uh, they're they're diving in full force. Yeah. So it seems to be working for them. And I, I think from the big third party standpoint, what Sega's doing with Yakuza is really introducing the Xbox audience to their franchise. Makes sense for them. Yeah. Like. So now we can release the next Yakuza for $60 after we've given them. I see the value in that. And then I also see the value of a game like Witcher 3. How many copies are they selling of that these days? No, I don't know. It's a two years old. Yeah, so, except on Switch, where it's brand Yeah. So it's probably better to take it, you know, they're, oh, exactly. they're getting revenue out of it. Exactly. Rather than and, the, and it's the same with Final Fantasy. Yeah, right, right. And they're not selling anything. So yeah, they're not selling copies of Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah. Now the question is: Is will, will what happened with movies that was my start question. to happen? Well, will we have a Square? Will we have a Sega? Will we have yeah. a Nintendo? Will ever will the vultures Sony? eventually come and strip away pretty much everything from? As long as they're I think all it's on the same service right now, that's great. I think it's inevitable. But That'll be really sad. If PlayStation wants to continue to survive, they're going to have to strike and pull. You know, who have some publisher from Game Pass, yeah. this publisher, that publisher. Uh, if Stadia wants to survive, they're gonna have to do the same thing. They're gonna have yeah. to build a subscription service like Game Pass, and they're gonna have to try to get content that you can't get elsewhere. Yeah, that's why Switch is successful. They've got a lot of great games that you yeah. can't get elsewhere. And, you know, and someone was pointing out at tangential is that Netflix was really good for killing piracy like you know like nobody mm-hmm. pirates stuff anymore yeah and part of the reason is like netflix and you know had so everything convenient. yeah so you, you paid 15 like who can't pay yeah. 15 dollars a month for it's actually 
I guess I can say this on podcast. It's actually hard to to find a place to pirate an MP3 yeah. anymore. Yeah. Just one song. Yeah, you, yeah. Back when we were growing up, it was oh, every, all over. Left, place. right, and center. You, it's actually I, I was because gonna, there's so little. I was going to mention so little demand. Apple Music and and Spotify have really you know killed music piracy. Um, so it'll be, but now that they're they're all breaking apart, and yeah. this isn't happening so much with music, but it definitely is happening with like Movies. film and yeah. TV. Now that they're all breaking apart, and the the cost to get this stuff is skyrocketing again. Yeah, like don't be surprised if hey, here comes piracy again. Yeah, like, and, yeah that's and you're true. seeing it with Mandalorian. Yeah, you're, you're seeing it. You know, piracy skyrocketing because right now Europe doesn't have access to Disney Plus. Oh, okay, but. You know, once everybody has their service and it costs two hundred dollars a to month to get them all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what other option are a lot of people going to have? Yeah. So it'll be interesting. For I, sure. That's the future. I hope video games somehow avoids, but I don't know how. They I do. feel like Game Pass is next. They've got next gen locked up. Nobody's going to be able to compete with Game Pass. Uh, next that's gen. entirely true. The the first subscription. I mean. They don't doesn't mean that the next Xbox will outsell PlayStation Five or Switch. I just yeah. mean it will be the strongest subscription service through next gen. Maybe, but by the next by the following generation, I don't know. I mean, I if, think if Sony cobbles we'll together a service that has you know God of War and but they've Last got, of Us and but Microsoft's got such an especially in the third party stuff. Yeah, and they they've already got like I said. Well, that's they've got Discord in there. They've got Spotify in there. They've got e- they're way they're a step so far ahead that I feel like even if there are so strong competitors, they're so far ahead they can't lose. Like they, their service yeah. might lose muster, but they'll still be ahead. That's true. That's probably true. by the next gen. They've created such a mental, it'll be more wide open. They've created such mental mind share. Yeah, it's hard to see them losing. And I've really entirely. heard a lot of people. More than ever, after XO19, talking about Game Pass. More than I've oh, ever absolutely. heard. Just I mean, like, that, holy crap. Well, because, I mean, you look at Yakuza, you look at Final Fantasy. That, I mean, that really plugged a huge hole yeah. for, for Microsoft. And, like, you know, like ever, like ever the biggest knock is, well, they don't have Japanese games. Yeah. You know, they don't have the high quality. They got games. Kingdom Hearts. Three Kingdom Hearts games, I think. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, they got that Nino Kuni. Well, I don't think that's on Game Pass. But it, it's on the platform. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, is it? I think so. But you I know, can't even it, pronounce the damn thing. It's just you know these these Japanese games that a lot of people love. They have a certain quality standard mm-hmm. that you know, like oftentimes you just don't see in the West. Yeah. Um, but they're finally getting that, so they're they're closing that gap. Yeah. So it'll be interesting for sure. All right, that's it for Godmother Unlocked episode sixty six, our longest in a long time. Yeah, and I think yeah, we, two hours. I think we decided that episode six sixty six may be our final episode. Yeah. So, and I haven't even said the birds. Ten hundred, however many years that is from now. <laughs> that's quite a few years. <laughs> that's a long way. Yeah. So that's keep tuning. Keep, keep tuning in. All right, Godmother Unlocked out.